it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. And now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Mild Curiosity in a Junkyard. Um I'm Alex, you're Randy, and today we're gonna be. Didn't get to introduce myself Sorry. today. Boom, boom, straight in there. And we're gonna be, we're gonna be watching um, the City of Death. Not the City of Death, just City of City Death. City of Death. Right. I know you like to add in the now and again, but there's no there. Sorry, I didn't let you introduce yourself, did I? No, it's fine. I'm Alex, fine. you're Andy. It's fine. It's done. It's done now. It's done now. Yeah, I'm Alex. This is. We don't need to do it again. Okay. We've done it. Let's okay. move on. Let's move on from it. Let's move on from this. This. Uh, Mutually. Yes. Um, yes, we're back to parts now as well. We're back to parts rather than episodes, aren't we? Yeah, that made you very happy. Well, Normal no, just, I just, well, it was just weird last time why they, why they suddenly went back to episodes. Even on the, even on the, on the Blu-ray it says parts now rather than episodes. So that is really odd. It's really weird. I don't really get it, but there you go. Um, yes, so, um, yes, we've just watched part one and we start off, there's a spaceship on, well, we don't really know where it is really, do we? a spaceship somewhere yeah it looks and, like a uh, sandy cracked planet sandy cracked planet yeah and uh, there's a it's take well it's it's about to take off and there's a there's an alien in there called scaroth who's a jaggeroth i don't know if you heard them say that but that's what I he did, is yeah. Sca- i thought his name was jaggeroth no his name's scaroth not mick jaggeroth no um if you don't know if you know who mick jagger is but you know he's a singer <laughs> yeah that's just being silly um Yes, so he's trying to take, and they say, you are, there's voices that are speaking to him, like, through his spaceship, and they're going, you're the last hope of the Jaggeroth, Scaroth, and then his ship lifts up, and then some wibbly-wobbly stuff happens, doesn't it? And then all of a sudden it blows up, and you're like, oh. He's done now. Oh, what's going on? Well, you think that, but we'll, we'll see, we'll see, won't we, there? Um, oh, will we? So then we cut to the Doctor and Romana, who are in Paris, on the Eiffel Tower. And you said it was the first time they filmed abroad. It is the first time they filmed abroad, yeah. Is it actually? Is it actually? Yes, it is the first time they filmed abroad. (laughs) It's actually never filmed in um, England. Up to this point, yeah. I mean, after this, there's a a few in in Classic Who, not many, and then obviously New Who, you get a lot more. um, There's like loads. Abroad fame, but they've got more money and things then as well, so it's easier to to do that sort of thing. So, yeah, so they're at the top of the Eiffel Tower, and they're going to go down, and they say, Oh, should we take the lift or fly? <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and the doctor says, "Let's not be ostentatious." Then Ron says, "Okay, we'll fly." And then the doctor says, "No, that would look silly. Let's take the lift." How would this? Look? I don't know. It's just silliness, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go down, and they're having you have a nice wander through Paris, and then they're on a, I think one of the metro trains, which is like their version of the underground. Um, and then they get off, and then they go and have a. They go into a cafe, don't they? And then they're sat down. And then there's a there's a guy who's um sketching um uh, Romana and the looks like don't look, there's a man. What what's he what's he doing? He's I think he's drawing you. He's like, What over there? So don't look. And then she looks around and Romana gets really annoyed and just screws up his thing and throws and then it on walks the floor. Off. And then some more wibbly wobbliness happens. And then that scene happens again. Yeah. And then after it happens then they pick up the drawing yeah. and they see that it's really weird, they've drawn her the guy's drawn a man of a clock face, but a cracked clock face as well. Not yeah. even just a, a like a regular clock like face. How did how did he know that she was associated with the time? I know it's really spooky. It's really weird. But the doctor and Ron both they both felt the weird kind of time thing happen as well. So they know something's wrong. And then doctor says something about a crack in time, doesn't he? It's like, hmm, interesting. Uh, meanwhile, we see there's a there's a chap who's called Count Scarlioni. We don't find his name out till later, but that's obviously who he is. And he's he's in well there's an, he's in some kind of basement by the looks of it. Some sort of pasta. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? He's in a basement with some guy called a uh, Professor Kerensky. Or does it Professor? Is Professor Kerensky? It's it? Professor something. Yeah, Kerensky. That's his name. He's played with David Graham, who was one of the original Dalek voices and was in the Gunfighters as Charlie the Barman, who got killed sadly, didn't he? Poor Charlie. I think most people were killed in the Gunfighters. There was there's a lot of there's a lot of shooting in that one. Yeah, what's in the name, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So um. So yeah, so yeah, so he's there, and he's obviously doing some kind of experiments for, for him. We don't know what involving, but there's some like kind of futuristic looking equipment there, and uh, and he then goes, oh, a thousand, no, a million francs. Will that be enough to kind of keep you? And obviously, francs is what they used to use in France before the euro. Uh, if 
didn't know that. I don't know if you knew I that. I didn't. Or... No, there you go. That's what money was then. Um, so, and he's when like, oh, yes. When did the Euro start then? Early 2000s, I think. Something like that. I'm not sure exactly. So obviously we don't use them here, do we? So. No. Um, I use them in like France and Spain. Well, lots of European countries. remember I used them in, in like Ireland, Spain. Yeah. And well, when I went to yeah. Paris. And there you go. But yeah, so he's quite happy with that. It's a lot of money. I mean, even that, that would have been a lot of money then. It'd be even more now if you kind of, up, yeah. you know, upgraded it, whatever that would be the equivalent of. I don't know. But but he obviously needs a lot of money to do whatever his research is that he's doing, So, which we don't know about. I don't know. It's strange, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so then Roman and the Doctor go for another walk. So we see some more bits of Paris then. Because obviously they're making their most of filming abroad. They want to show as much yeah. as they can. And then they head off to the Louvre. Don't know the uh the mu- the art mu- the art gallery, the museum and art gallery. Is it museum and art gallery? I'm not sure, but it is. It's an art gallery, so they go they go in there anyway to look at the Mona Lisa because, you know. But it's definitely not? not the Mona Lisa. No, no, because they're back in the studio by this point. It's clearly yeah. It's clearly a studio in in London or somewhere. You yeah. Know, so, but um yeah, so they go and see that, and then Ron the says, "But she doesn't. Why doesn't she have any eyebrows?" And it's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And then, and then they look again. It's like. Oh yeah, she doesn't have any eyebrows. And then there's this tour party comes along, and the woman comes up and says to the doctor, "She's like, she's like excuse me, I'm sure, can you like go away?" And then yeah, there's more people want to that. And then the, the wibbly time thing happens again, and then um, that then scene that from happens, happens from again. a different angle. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting to do it from a different way. So rather than like doing it the same again, which is quite cool really to yeah. do it again. And then but then the doctor kind of staggers away, and he falls down, he falls onto this woman's lap, doesn't he? He's like sat on a I bet she kind of... I don't know if she pushes him off or just gets well, up. She does whatever, push him off, she, yeah. yeah. And then um, the guy helps him up. I don't know if we... Have we found that his name yet? The guy? No. Um, well, he's called Duggan anyway. Doug. Um, Duggan. Oh, Duggan. Yeah. What um, kind of a name is that? It's his name. Um, so, so they, yeah, he helps him up and he's like, oh, he's like, you're right. So, yeah, oh, I think I hit my head on that gun in your, <laughs> that you've you're got in there. He's like, what? And then Romana helps him up and they go out, don't they? So then they leave the... Uh, and they there's, leave... Some more, there's lots more shots of Paris. Well, no, before that, though, the, the woman looks... She gets up and looks... There's a guy in a hat who's the same guy. I pointed out. I think it's Pat Gorman, the no guy's name. He does a lot of stunts and he's another one who does a lot of stunts and things. Yeah, and, Doctor Who and, and I pointed out that it was up. the same guy in... Um... The Armageddon Factor. Yeah, the... Yeah, because I recognise him because he has, like, really tiny eyes. Yeah, small eyes, like yeah. Howard Moon from the Mighty Beast. Yeah. <laughs> So that was the reference I made last time that made you laugh, isn't it? So, um, as we've been watching that recently as well. So it's, um, yeah. But, um, yes. <laughs> so, but, yeah, she looks at him a bit shifted. It's like something's going on there. It's all a bit weird. But then, so then the, uh, the Doctor and Romano are walking around, obviously, with more shots of Paris. Yeah. And then, and then there's that Duggan's, guy. Duggan's yeah, following, following them. them. Yeah. So then they end up, they just sit on this, um, like, this cafe table outside. Yeah, Romano's like, did you notice that that man was funny? So, of course I noticed he was following us. And then um, they have they they continue talking and then he's like and he says to Romana, you know that you know that guy you know that guy was following us now he's behind me holding a gun to my back yeah <laughs> and, then, and then he's like right get in the cafe you two so while all that's going on Count Scarlioni saying there's another guy who's working with him that guy with the beard who I I don't know if we know his name or not is it Herbert Her- oh Herman I think it Herman. Is, yeah, Herman Herbert Herbert yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then he's saying oh I think we'll have to sell another one of the what does he say? Another one of the Bibles or something like the Gutenberg, which obviously is like a really old, precious Bible. So he's like, how has he got all these things? He was saying about selling some kind. Of, I can't remember what painting it was. There was a painting by a famous artist. I can't remember who it was. But he was saying about selling that, and they need to make more money and things. I was like, so you've got all these kind of priceless antiques. And maybe because he's rich, who knows? Maybe just because yeah. he's like a rich man. So he's a count. So yeah, he exactly. So, but he says to Kerensky as well. He says, right, we this ex- we need the experiment to happen. Soon, you know, need it to happen like to need it to happen yeah. today. It's like what today? He's like yes, yes. <laughs> That's what he says. Yes, um, yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, so I don't know. But yeah, so they they're in the cafe with the doctor and running the cafe with Duggan. But what what really made me laugh is that the fact that not like no everyone just sits around having their cup of tea or whatever. Mm. Nobody mentions the fact that there is a guy with a gun. Is it no. just is it just an everyday thing in Paris? I don't know. Well, is, is he still holding his gun at that point? Yeah, he is. Because they sit and they get some water or something, don't they? And then he says about what do you know about Scarlioni's angle? And then he's like, oh, I don't know. What is that? It's like, and says something like, oh, I was never really good at mathematics or something. Trigonometry. Like Trigonometry, yeah. 
And they says, no, he's a, he's a guy, Count Scarlini. And they're like, no, but Count Scarlini. It does sound Everyone knows pastor. him. And they're like, no, don't know. And then, so where, where have you been? Where have you, everyone knows him. It's like, oh, we've only just landed. Well, no, because he says, everyone on Earth is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone land on Earth. And he like, gets home. That's it, you're, you're crazy. crazy. But then, then they say about um, Sebastian the Mona Lisa, don't they? And then he turns around and comes but back then again. The two people in the background are amazing because they keep doing the best facial expressions mm, ever. Because yeah, yeah. their the eyes go really wide and they're all sort of like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just, I was watching them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just so funny. Um, yeah, so then he, um, so then, yeah, he goes and sits back down again. But then two of those, but the guy with the hat from earlier comes in and another guy, because, uh, oh, what we didn't mention, the doctor. When he fell on that woman, he he took a bracelet off her, didn't he? Which he said yeah. was like it was a, like a few. It was like a kind of very advanced technology. Very advanced technology that was scanning all the security alarm and systems. stuff in alarms in in their museum. So obviously they're trying to. That's how he knows they're trying to steal the Mona Lisa, and um, and so yeah, so they come to get that back, don't they? So they they get that off them, and do they march them out as well or not? Do they just take that and then go? I can't remember. Yeah, they just go. So yeah, so they they've gone. And you're like, oh, okay, that's that's strange, isn't it? What's going on? Where is this thing? Who are these people? What is that woman? She's got some futuristic technology as well. It's like all a bit strange, isn't it? But yeah, there's a lot of. I think a lot of the trouble with this one is, and not trouble, but I mean the the fact that there's not as much to talk about for this episode at least because there's a lot of shots of Paris and there's yeah. a lot of walking around Paris, which is nice, mm-hmm. but doesn't give us a lot to talk about. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, so then they're just in the cafe, aren't they? And then we go to that woman, um, the woman from earlier, the woman whose bracelet it was, um, obviously is the wife, I guess, of Count Scarlione. Well, she's called the Countess, yeah, so that would so explain that would make it. sense, wouldn't it? But then she's, what she said, she's trying to, he's in a room, isn't he? And then she's trying to um, get his, I can't remember what she's saying to him, it's just... Asking him what he's up to, or can he can he come out or something? I can't remember. Yeah, because um, she's before she's talking to Herbert, whatever his name Herman. is, Herman, and and then um, he she's like, oh, where is he? Is he in that room with the mm. professor? And he's like, no, he's having a bit of a nap. Yeah. Or whatever <laughs> yeah, he yeah. says. Yeah. So she's like, oh, that's good then. Mm. She goes down. And she's like, what are you doing? Did you open the door? Yeah, he knocks on the door, and then we see he takes his face off. <laughs> Well, it's obviously a mask. I thought it was going to be Slovenia. And underneath... It's, it's Scaro. Scar- no, Scaro. Scaro. Scar- <laughs> the whole planet. It's the whole planet underneath. It's the whole planet underneath. Yeah, so, so somehow, he didn't explode. He's there in, in 1979, Paris. I don't know so, why they got mixed up between Scar and Scaro. I, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of similar. It's because of the Scar, isn't it? Yeah. Scar, Scaro, Scaro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can see. I get it. It makes sense, yeah, so... Uh, there you go. That's part one of City of Death. What did you did you like part one of yeah. City of Death? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. it yeah. was good. Yeah, it's quite funny in places. I think it gets funnier as it goes along with the story. So I know you like a funny one, don't you? So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right. Should we go and watch part two then and see how much more of Paris there is to see? I don't. I don't think we see yes. an awful lot more. Actually, I think they most have got it in part one. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay, let's go. Right, so we have watched uh, part two. Yes, we have. And Scarlet's face is there at the beginning of the episode again. Scarlet's face is there. It is, it's right there. Right there in your face. Scarlet's face in your face. <laughs> Everyone enjoying that. Um, Scarlet in your face. So those two guys did um, make the Doctor and Duggan and Romana go with No, them. there were two different people. Were they different? Like, I thought there was this one of them was the hat guy again. No, I think I'm pretty sure that maybe, but like... I thought it was the hat okay, guy. Might have been. Okay, but first of all, because when they come in to get the bracelet, they left, and then yeah. they were told to go back and get them, so... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I think it was the same guys, though. I'm sure it was Yeah, it might have been. I don't so know, they... it might have been the lighting. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. It was the lighting. The lighting made them a different... But yeah, so they took them back. Like I said, we didn't really see much of Paris, if anything, I don't think, this time, did we? It was all, all inside the studios now. So, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so they took them back to the Count and Countess's um, residence, which is a big old... I don't know what it is, some big building, isn't it? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and they're going in, and the, the um, Herman pushed the doctor, didn't he? and then the doctor kind of fell on the floor and then he popped up behind a chair and said what a wonderful butler he's so violent <laughs> which is always a fun line yes. to hear and then they're like he's like 
So he just sits himself down in the chair, doesn't he? And then he gets up and pours himself a drink and tells Romana to sit in one chair and Duggan to sit in another chair. And then, I can't remember what the Countess is saying, but then he says, oh, you're a beautiful woman, probably. <laughs> it's like, it just comes out with all these things. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably, I know. It's like, she's like, where did you steal my bracelet? Didn't you? What did they say to that? I can't remember what they no, I think said, it's a very, it's a very um, interesting person and all that. I thought yeah. it was very, very nice. And then the Count comes in, doesn't he, after he's, he's obviously put his face back on. He's put his face on. He's put his face on now. Uh, but every, every time, like, um, there's someone called, like, a Count, I just think of just counting. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dracula. Also Dracula. Obvious, also yeah. that, um, that one, I can't remember what the show was called, but there was that little puppet Dracula who would oh, count. Oh, Sesame Street. Sesame yeah, Street, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, 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 the Count. Uh, 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 yeah, do, Count Dracula. Do, uh, that's what, yeah. that's what I always think yeah, of. Yeah, fair. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, so he um, he wants them to be... Because they say... Because they're given the bracelet back now, obviously. And then, and then they're like, oh, well, we'll be off then. Why don't we go and have some lunch somewhere? And then he's like, no, no, no. No, you're going to have you locked in the cellar. Lovely. As you do. And then Duggan's about to hit the counter with a chair, isn't he? And the doctor's like, Duggan! I can't remember what he says. can't remember what he says the chair is, but obviously it's like some kind of... Antiquey chair. So, Antiquey. Oh, it's old, isn't it? That's why he doesn't want him to smash it on the count. So then they have to go down in the cellar. Um, because, you know, that's that's what happens if you... Yeah, cellars are, cellars are great places for hostages. Aren't they? It's great. So they go and lock, he locks them down in there. And they're in, a, in the cellar room. And Romana notices that the room... I can't remember, there's something wrong with the dimensions of the room, isn't there? Like, there's a, it doesn't look as... It looks there's more room than there should be, or there's less room than there should be based on. I can't remember what she's measuring to kind of work it out, but she realizes that like something's obviously been blocked up. So, they um, are you joining in at any point here, or am I just wittering? I'm not here. You're not here. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Me on the podcast this week. Then. <laughs> yeah, I I am, I'm I evaporated. Oh dear, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> Um, well, tell, talk about the story some more. Um, so basically, they are in a cellar. Yes. And they've got a, they've got a singular match to light a candle with. Oh yes. Well, is it a candle or a lamp? They have a lamp. It's they? a lamp candle. A lamp candle. A la- la- landle. A landle. A candle. Um. Yes. Yeah, so they they at least can see. That's when say Romana remarks on the size of the room being, it should be bigger than it is. I think. I can't, remember, I can't remember exactly what she's basing that on. I can't remember what it is she said. And you obviously can't remember because you're not saying No, that. because she said... Um, because she said that the stairs that she saw on, they were like six metres in length. Oh, but right, the, um, yeah, yeah. But the, but the wall that goes under the stairs is only two metres. Oh, yeah, so there's obviously a hidden room. So they start trying to find where it could be, don't they? And is that when they go to the where the the um, blocks are? Oh, no, no, they're in the... The doctor's in like the... The lab first, isn't he? Is he? No, I thought you could this when they escape, they get to the lab, isn't it? No, no, because he's looking around. No, no they definitely go to the lab first. Oh, because he gets them out. For, oh, yeah, he gets them out, doesn't he, with the sonic screwdriver. He gets them out of the cellar. On a, on a wooden door, though. <coughs> on yeah. a wooden door. It did wood. So it worked back then. I bet it used to do wood. No, it doesn't do wood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so they get out and they go into the lab. Yeah, the doctor's looking around at all the equipment. And he kind of comes up behind Kerensky, who then introduces himself. And I think, as I said to you, something, something Nikolai Kerensky, I can't remember what his first name is now, but it sounds like he's meant to be like Russian or something, or Polish or something, around that sort of Eastern European yeah. area. But it sounds like he's trying to do a really bad Italian accent. Yeah, I can't really tell what the accent's meant to be. It's all a bit, all a bit strange. But he's talking to the doctor. The doctor's trying to get him to explain. And then know. he shows him the egg thing. <sighs> the egg thing. What's the egg thing? He puts an egg down and he uses the machine and turns it into a chicken. Yeah. But then it dies. Yeah. And then the doctor reverses it. And he's like, how did you do that? He's like, I just reversed the polarity. It's easy, really. Yeah. And he said, yeah, because he said, but which, didn't he say what, which came first? Something like that, didn't he? Yeah. And then while he's looking at it, all of a sudden he's just like, uh, what's his name? Duggan. Duggan just comes out of nowhere and just whacks yeah. him. Yeah, and so he's, so then he's trying to, And then he's trying to talk to him and he turns around and he's like... Oh, he fainted. And then he's like, no, he didn't, I hit him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then, he, and then he said, well, that, that's what, that's what, is that what you, you do? It breathes and you hit it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, if you do that again, I have to take very serious measures. And like, what? what? I'll tell you not to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this is a good little laugh. Yeah. Yeah, so they're looking at all this equipment, you know, puzzling about that. And then, uh, meanwhile, um, we don't know where they are, but they're kind of, like the Count and the Countess and here, they're kind of henchmen people and Herman <clears throat> are looking at, they've got this, seeing all the security features, aren't they, for the Mona Lisa. So there's like a bit of glass that they need to get rid of. And then after that, there's some laser beams that come down and they're showing how to, right, this is, and then we do this and it deflects the beam so you can get into the, into the painting. But yeah. then you see it's all just a, like a hologram or something, isn't it? It's all kind of just disappears because they're just, like, practising. Yeah, it was, it's really weird because I, but I did think, I, did, I was thinking, like, why are they talking so loud during mm. a heist in yeah, exactly. an art gallery? And they're all very kind of relaxed about it as well. So. Yeah, no one seems that, like, you know, worried. Yeah, but then, just, then it turns this. out it's just a hologram. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, then it's I did, I, did I, I thought that's what it was from watching it before. I mean, I hadn't seen it that long ago, but I really forget stuff because... I'm getting old, I forget things now. So. Forget everything, can't remember your own name. Who am I? Who am Sandra. I? Who am I? Who am I? That's from the face of evil. I know it. No, just reminding you. There you go, that's me. Yeah. That's me on a daily basis. Who am I? Do you hear what I said, though? What? You said, who am I? And I said, Sandra. Sandra? Who's Sandra? It's the first name that came to my mind. Random. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yes, so yeah. So they're planning that. That's their, their heist plan that they've got going on. Um... Yeah, is this when they go back and they find the um, they uh, they they break down the wall, don't they? Because there's they start picking away at it, don't they? Yeah. And um, loosening the loosening the the um. And the then blocks. Um, the doctor's like, "Well, I'm gonna go and get um, I'm gonna get some machinery, to to get it down." Mm. But then Duggan's like, "Oh no, I've already got all the machinery. I need just yeah, runs, runs into the into wall, it. and then it just." And then it but just he does it a couple of. He has to do it a couple of times. Though. Yeah. But I mean, just the fact that he can do that. I mean, it must be quite must hurt. Yeah, it must be quite Surely. strong though. Well, yeah, to be able to knock all those bricks down. That's yeah. the word I said. Well, bricks. I couldn't think. I'm thinking, what are they? What are they? Blocks. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's Duplo. <clears throat> yeah, bricks. So he knocks down and knocks down the thing, and they go in there, and there's these cupboards, and the doctor opens up one of them, and he's like. The Mona Lisa. And he checks it and he's like, it's the real one. So the one in the Louvre is not the real one. Well, he, when he opens another one and then there's <clears> six little oh, boxes. Oh, yeah, because earlier on, actually, before that, um, cause they say about seeing the Mona Lisa and they say, but what would be the point? They said, because some private collectors will have it, but they just never show it. It would just be a big boast. Because Duggan says in his address book, he knows seven, six, pe- seven, seven people, people who, would, who would pay for the Mona Lisa just to have it and not obviously be able to show anyone. Yeah, but then they... Um, then they um they see they they see a six there yeah and they're like well why would he why would he need a seventh one and then um and and they're like oh but but you said that there's seven people and yeah like, yeah yeah because obviously they couldn't with if the real one was still hanging in the Louvre then they would you know they wouldn't be able to say you know know that they've got it they'd all think that they've got the real one mm. if it had gone because obviously if it's still hanging there they'd just think oh well, we've got a fake one. Unless they knew that someone had swapped it for a fake one, I suppose. But, you know, that's... Yeah. How would you know that? So, um, <clears throat> then, yeah, and they've got six. And then they turn around, and then Count Scarlioni's there, isn't he, with a gun. As in, I'm soon to have a seventh. And then, I can't remember, what does he want them to do then? I don't think he says anything, does he? But then um, Duggan throws the, the lamp at him, and then just punches him. <laughs> and knocks him out. <laughs> and he says, Doctor says... Why is it every time I start talking to someone you knock them out? <laughs> I didn't think he was like, I didn't think he'd go down so easily. Yeah, he just like one hit him and was like, yeah. it must like I said, it must be very strong that I could just go like whack yeah, exactly. and just and out. That's it, you know, so you're like, oh, okay. Um <clears throat> yeah, so so then they go out and they're like creeping through the house, aren't they, to try and get out. And then Duggan sees a gun pointing through some plants, doesn't he? So he creeps around behind. Picks up a vase, like a Ming vase. And just and chucks it, and then it's the Countess, it. and yeah. she's knocked out now she's as well. Out, yeah, so. That's, how many people is that? Three now that he's yeah. knocked out? Yeah, in this, in this episode, yeah. So, it's uh, quite funny. Yeah, he hasn't knocked out Herman, though. I, I don't know if that would be harder to do, because he's quite a big guy, I think. Big he, looks, he looks bigger, yeah. So. <clears throat> so then the Doctor says that um, 
Where does he say? What does he say that? Where where are uh, Romana and Duggan going? Are they going to the Louvre, or is that? Where... Yeah, they're going to the Louvre. Or is that where he's going? No, because he was. Where's the Talis? But the Talis must be in some other art gallery then. Yeah, but then, because um, the do- the doctor said that he was going to go somewhere else, and that. Oh, he said he had to go, go and see a middle-aged Italian, man, didn't he? Yeah. Which, <clears throat> obviously, when you see it, makes sense. Um. So yeah. So he gets in the Talis and then goes back, to the well, I guess the Middle Ages. I suppose it would be, wouldn't it? Because yeah. when uh, Leonardo da-, da Vinci was around. And he was he was quite happy because he was like um he was like talking to him and this random like knight dude. Well, I do. He was like a soldier, wasn't he? I suppose yeah. a guard or whatever. Just comes yeah. and says, "What are you doing here?" He wasn't wearing a night hat. No, he wasn't wearing a night hat. Um, he said, "I think he did have a helmet on, though, didn't he?" Didn't no. He, did he not have a helmet on? No, it was oh, one okay. of those things. One of those things. Yeah, the things that they wear with the things. No, that's okay, not helpful. Cool. I don't know what you mean. But moving on. Yes. Um. So, so um, and he's like, what? He's like, you know, no one's allowed to see. Um, Leonardo. Him. He's busy doing some important work. For what was his name? Count Tan. Uh, Count no. Um, Captain Tancredi. Yeah, and then and then and then he then the doctor repeated the name. And he was like, "Do you know him?" No, no. no. it's like in um, uh, Androids of Tara. Oh yeah, it? yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, <laughs> don't know. But yeah, so then the door, the the guards got him there, and then the door opens, and it's like you don't see it from far away. It's like you, and then the guy comes in. This is that Captain Tancredi, and it's, it's the guy. He's got this. He's it's it's um Scarlione, essentially, mm-hmm. isn't it? And you're like what? And that's like, what are you doing here? No, I should ask. What are you doing here, Doctor? You're like what? What? How is what? How is he there? How's the, how's he there? And the doctor's there. And what? What's going what's on? What's going on? I love that you didn't hear what I said. We <coughs> just can't hear anything. I said mascarpone. Oh, did you? It sounds like some sort of. That's how you hide a horse. That's what cheese hides a horse. Mascarpone. It's a terrible. Joke, I'm not listening to you. It's a terrible, I'm terrible not joke. Yeah. That was really bad. I'm gonna. It's not my it's joke. Not. It just is a joke. I know, that but it I should just... not. Those words have not. Should have not left your mouth. Well, they did. That's the thing. They did leave my mouth. They have left my mouth. They are now in the ether. They're scattered the into atoms. Scattered across time and space. Mm-hmm. And now forever. <laughs> forever immortalized on the podcast. Yes. Yes. So, so there we go. Yes. Um. Yes. You still enjoying it halfway through the story? People can't see what you're doing there, so you have oh, to use words. Yes, yes, I do like it. Yes. Sorry, good, that's good. <laughs> yeah, people can't see you nodding. Yes, why so. I forget that? Yes, anyway, should we go and watch part three? Yes, yeah, see you nodding again. No one can see it. <laughs> yes, we will watch part three. Right, so we have watched part three, um, and uh. Stuff was going on. What stuff was going on, Alex? So basically, um. Yeah. Oh, um, whatever his name was. Count Tancredi. Yeah, he came in. Not Count Tancredi, Captain Tancredi. So. Yeah, so he came in through the door, and he was all, and he was all like, "Oh, it's you." He was like, "Oh, my dog, that's you." Yeah, we already did that yeah. bit last time. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's that's what it happened in this episode. Yeah, then what? Um, and then they were all just. He was just like, are you, are you here? Yeah, like... Whatever. Really? That's what he already said. We already did that. Yeah. We did that in the last episode. So okay. What happened next? Um, what was the next thing? Then, um... Are you sure you're paying attention? I was paying attention. Just, really? This episode, it just, it just, there, was a, there was quite a bit going on this episode. It was quite a bit going on. So I can't really remember the very beginning. Well, the Doctor, like worked out what his plan was that he was getting well he probably knew anyway that he was getting he because he found the original Mona Lisa oh time. I was going to say that but I thought that was later on no, I don't think so I don't okay. think there's anything else well he found the original Mona Lisa and he was like oh so you've got so you got him to to make like six more yeah I said well yeah he hasn't yet and then you brick them all up in a cellar in Paris and then you collect them on later on you know so that's good wasn't it hmm. that's good that's a good plan that's a good plan well done there. Um, I suppose, oh yeah, meanwhile, the um, Romana and Duggan were, they went into the Louvre, didn't they? And uh, they found the Mona Lisa, they went in and they found the Mona Lisa was gone. Yeah. And they were like, how, but how, it shouldn't, they shouldn't be able to do it. Because there's these, and then Duggan put his hand 
through where the uh, and then, laser and bars were. And then the alarms were going up. They're like, oh, where are we going to go? It's and like, then right, David's like, said, you see this Reese, window? And they, they said, we need to get outside and screw up. And Ronnie said, how are we going to get outside? And he says, says, see that window? He just jumps out of it. Jumps through it. Yeah, because yeah. he just loves to. He said, right, we split up and meet back at the cafe. <laughs> I love it. Just, his whole thing Everything is just does. smashing yeah. things and punching people. It is. That's his whole, that's his whole I thing. I love it. It's so funny. It is good. It's a good thing to be able to. It's a nice character thing for him. He never, he never came back to Abby. He'd be someone who'd be really good to like come back in a story. Yeah. It's quite fun. I think people really liked him and really still do like him. You know now. So he's quite. A, they've never done like any audios or anything with him. I think the problem is it partly might be the fact because the rights of this might be a bit tricky because it's written by it's just David Agnew but it's actually three people who actually wrote it. Um, it's. Um, Graham Williams, the producer of Doctor Who at the time, and Douglas Adams, who did the Pirate Planet and was the script editor at the time, mm. and David Fisher, who had the original idea for the story. I don't know how much of it he actually wrote, but he's the one who wrote Androids of Tara and Stones of Blood. Oh, that's before, some good so, ones. Yeah, so, yeah. And he wrote the next story, actually, as well. So, mm. so um, they all worked together then? So, yeah, so I think there's an issue possi- possibly with the rights of it, I'm not sure, but uh, that's I think that might be why it's never been. There's no one's ever. They've never done any more like Duggan adventures because it'd be a perfect <laughs> audio thing. Because big finish, you do the audios, do like spin-offs of everything, really, and that would be yeah. kind of a good one to do. I would, I would have liked that. Yeah, well, the, the actor Tom Chadbon's still around as well, so he he might have been. He's done work with them as well before, so he might well have been up for that. But it just never happens, sadly. So yeah, you never know. Maybe one day, but uh, you have to be. You know, I don't know how old he is now, but you kind of think, well, you better do it fairly soon, just in case, because people don't last. Well, people don't last forever, do they? So, yeah, I know so. that. But um, yeah, but it'd be interesting, I think, if they did do something like that. But anyway, yeah, so they they've <laughs> they've escaped out of there. The doctor, meanwhile, is having a big old chat with um Captain Tancredi, isn't he, about um what he's doing, and then he says about putting him in thumbscrews. He says about torturing him, doesn't he? He says, he says you you. So he, um... he, yes, he wants to know how the doctor got there, and he just hasn't told him, has he? Um, and so he's like, well, I'll have to torture you then for the information. So he goes off to go and get his torture device things, oh. and then um, the doctor's having a chat with the guard. He's not saying anything. No, and then he goes over, and on all the like, <laughs> the canvases or whatever they are, whatever he's, whatever Da Vinci's going to paint on, he writes, "This is a fake in marker pen," and then he writes him a note, doesn't he? Saying so, and but it's like written backwards, so he has to use the mirror to to uh, decipher. But he says, "Like sorry about the sorry about the the mess on the on the on the." canvases or whatever um just paint over them yeah love the doctor yeah i'll see you catch up again soon sort of thing yeah that's <laughs> quite cool but um yeah so um but there's not like this thing where like the doctor never actually gets to meet him i don't we've not seen it yet you never know there might be maybe in the future you know you've got new new series coming up haven't you so maybe he'll actually get to yeah because i, I I've, I've noticed that it's this thing where he, like he's always like he never actually meets him no no he hasn't there's kind of been taught a lot of talk about him yeah but then like he's met shakespeare and stuff and he talked about him a lot before as well so so maybe yeah it could it could happen so yeah so um so then romana goes to the cafe and I think she got the Doctor Sonic screwdrivers thing because she opens the door like really carefully doesn't she and goes in and the, on the back door Duggan just punches one of the glass panels out and looks yeah and just, and just it just doesn't look so casual like it just looks it's punched through it opens mm. the door and just comes in as if nothing happened yeah he's like I thought these places are supposed to be open all night and um, then um, and then they get out um, they get out some like wine and all that yeah. And then uh, and then Romana's like, why do you always have to break things? And then, he, and then he says, well, you can't break, you know, you can't make an omelette without cracking an egg. And, then, and she said, well, I can't, you know, if you made an omelette, there'd be broken glass everywhere, cook her in flames, and, a, and an unconscious chef. Yeah. And, and he just gets the wine bottle and, and just smashes it. it. So rather than just, like, pull the cork yeah. out. So he, he, pours, he pours a Romana something, and he just has the rest of the bottle. Yeah, he just drinks out the, the jagged-edged bottle. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, God. Um... Yeah, so the doctor. Oh, meanwhile, in the um, the the chateau, that's what it is because um, that's where the count lives, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. a chateau, and then um, yeah. What is that? What's that? What's the chateau? I know I've heard it before, but what is it? Chateau. What the definition of a it's chateau? Like, I don't know. It's like a big house, isn't it? Like a big kind of. Helpful. I don't. I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> I'll what the research definition it later. I don't, my French isn't great, so. Um. Yeah. So Herman comes in, doesn't he? And he brings. The, I think um, his name's Herbert. And then he brings down the wrapped up Mona Lisa. He's like, we've got the Mona Lisa. And he's like, yay. Well, but a little bit before that, oh, um, yeah. when... um. Kerensky? 
Yeah, but then he, but he finds it. But he finds what's his name? He finds the what's. Oh, Kerensky finds Scarlione. Yeah, and he? like not, he's still so he's like been unconscious still. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because he's laying there, isn't he? And he's he's murmuring because it's he's murmuring what the one of him in the past is saying to the doctor, isn't he? About say, telling the doctor that he's the last of the Jagaroth and um and you know that he's there to save the he, but he's the last of the Jagaroth and he's the savior of the Jagaroth. I'm like. I still don't understand how he's the, if he's the last one. How is he going to be the saviour? Because there's only him. So surely, if there's only him, how can he save them? I mean, how is he going to like replicate himself or something? I suppose he split himself across time, hasn't he? In a weird, a weird fashion. But yeah, he's he's unconscious and he's like mouthing the words, isn't he? That he's saying to to well, the. He's doctor. not mouthing it. He can hear it. Well, yeah, yeah, he can hear it, but he's saying it, isn't he? Yeah, but it's it's just funny because he's like saying it when he's saying it in the past, sort of thing as well. So mm. Makes you wonder if are all the other ones of him saying it at the same time, or is it just? Because he's unconscious that he's like connected in that way. It makes you wonder if all the other ones throughout history are suddenly just going rubber rubber rubber. I can't imagine like, so because I thought we'd have a conversation with someone all of a sudden they just like spit. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have thought so because otherwise that would happen all the time, wouldn't it? No, yeah. Not one of them would be able to be independent. So I'm guessing it's just because he's unconscious that he's. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's... maybe also because he's like the main one. Yeah, yeah. Well, is he? The... I don't know if he's the... is he the main one. I don't know if they've all got like masks on that they can tear off. I and... don't know. I feel like he's probably the main one because he's obviously he's like the main. The um, main. Like it's the main. It's like the really like the only one that's in this one. As one well, in the much. story, yeah, I guess. But I suppose because he's the one. I suppose he's far enough ahead in time that technology is probably at a level where he can maybe make stuff out of what's there. So maybe that's the point. I guess he's the furthest ahead in time. And so the technology, while it's still not probably as good as his race would have, um, it, um, it's, you know, it probably can work stuff into usable equipment for him to kind of get what he needs out of it, I suppose, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think um, so. <laughs> and, yeah, he explains to the Doctor about how their ship was on pre... It was prehistoric Earth earlier on, wasn't it, so... But um, it was too or, or, weird. Or even further back, before the dinosaurs and everything. But yeah, it was... Yeah, it's, it was like 400 million years ago. That's right, yes. It was like a really, really, really long time ago. And, um, yeah. So that's like, where that was, when that was there, when the, when the planet was destroyed. Uh, it wasn't destroyed, was it? It was just... Oh, their planet, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. And then, because they were trying to take off, but it, it went wrong and obviously split across time. So that's why he's now trying to go back. And then, wasn't he about destroying... Because if he took off, it would destroy the, the Earth or something. Oh, so that, that place at the beginning was Earth? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't, yeah. Because you were going, here's the city of death. It's like, no. Yeah, I thought it looked like, it, in the background, it looked like weird, like, sand oh, right, buildings. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, no, it was, just, it was just the Earth, like, with all the kind of dry Earth and stuff, I suppose, all around. But, um, mm. yeah, so he explains to the Doctor of how he's, came, he's come to be there and what's going on and what he's trying to do. Trying to get back, obviously, to to his trying to reunite his his different splinters, as he calls them, to be back as a one whole thing, um, so that he can then get back and you know take off his spaceship. But I think taking off his spaceship would destroy the Earth or something. Did he say that, or is that? I can't remember. I can't remember either. It would destroy something. Yeah, but um, yeah. So then he's he got he's got some thumb screws that he puts on the Doctor, and he's asking the Doctor questions like, "How do you travel through?" time it's like well it's, I'm a time lord you know so, so what about the girl it's like tell me tell me the truth and then he goes to like tighten them up doesn't he like, no no it's... But he doesn't actually say who Romana is does he yeah it's just... bit. but then is that when suddenly he starts I oh, know because he wakes up in the that's when he wakes up in the yeah. present day and then and Koretsky's like oh what's going on like, oh, I was just having a dream he's like who are you who is the Jaguar yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know I was having a dream or something no, but when he said he was like, you, you serve the Jagaroth. Oh, that's right, yeah, 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 that's right. So then they go back in the other room. Into and the lab. And then, and that's when and her... And he gets out, like, the... No, it's going to get out the plans and all that. And he, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, And then, like, what's his name? Kerensky. He's like, but all this would take... It just takes the money. It would. Yeah. It's so, so much. It would cost oh, yeah. millions. Oh, and that's when Herman comes down with the money. And he's like, "Well, we'll get." He's like, "This is the Mona. We got the Mona Lisa, and we'll get a hundred million." Oh yeah, for, for all the it. well, no, for, for all, all of them. them. Yeah. So he's like, huh? and then he just starts laughing because obviously that's like plenty of money yeah. to do. Yeah. And then he's sort of like, "Oh dear." Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. But then, why is it in the past that he starts going a bit funny? Because he starts going a bit funny then, doesn't he? And like. It starts going a bit funny in the in the present as well. Oh, does it? I say that all yeah. across time. Yeah, I guess he starts going a bit 
funny. He starts to be. What is he? What is he saying as well? I can't remember now. So he's saying about the splinters of us spread across the centuries. We need to be. Like, not, no, isn't he saying something about um, something about, like is it like I suppose the word like, like the ones that divided across the centuries, blah blah blah, that will become one or something. Oh yeah, like. yeah, something like that. Yeah, but while he's doing that. Doctor manages to get out of the thumbscrews and escape, and then that guard like picks it up, doesn't he? Like really surprised. But the doctor's in the TARDIS by that point. And then he goes away. Yeah, well he's watching well, he's on the, the scanner, and then he scanner. goes away. Yeah, and the meanwhile, um, Romana and Duggan are in the the cafe in the, like in the morning. But and then so Duggan's like asleep or something, yeah. and then um, Romana and wakes says, him up. Your coffee, your coffee will be getting cold. So then he jumps up, and he knocks, knocks the coffee on the table, grabs his gun, his gun out, out, and he's like, and then. And then um, Arana just brings her cup of coffee so over and says, coffee. have some coffee. Yeah. yeah. And then they decide they're going to go back to the chateau. And so they leave a note there for the doctor, don't they? And they head off. No, they, they talk for a bit, they don't they? Cause they, they talk for a bit, yeah. What yeah. do they talk about? But I remember, um, I because didn't they say something about, um, like, the um, the paint, like, the seven paintings were, like, bricks up. And then, like, but because he didn't specify painting to one, I was like, what? The investors? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just No, drunk. the painting. Oh, that's right. Because he says, well, how did they come to be, you know, and Duggan's, like, points out quite rightly, you know, how did they all come to be there? And how did he know they were there and stuff? And you're like, because they obviously don't know about the different yeah. bits of um, Scaroth. And so and they go, right, yeah, I think well, now we need to go back to the chateau then. So we'll leave the doctor a note. So they leave him a note and then they head off out. And then the doctor comes back and then he goes to the Louvre again, doesn't he? And, and talks to the policeman out the front. Yeah. And they say they, it's been stolen. They, and he goes inside and talks to that woman who's That's very right, yeah. jumpy. Yeah. She's like, oh. and he's like, no, I've got to, uh, yeah, I've got to. She's, she's like, I, I go, actually, you go and talk to the police. And he's like, no. I've got to, I've got to um, save the human, or as he said, I've the human, I've, human race. Yeah, I don't know if he says save or he says something like that. Doesn't he? And so, and, so, and he's like, so he goes, human race, and then he goes off. And he goes to that cafe, yeah. and then he asks for. Um, he asks if he's seen them. Yeah, yeah. and then he, then the owner gives him a note. Well, he says, he's I don't like, think, I don't what, think they'd be stupid enough to go back to the chateau. Yeah. Doctor, and then, we've gone to the chateau. <laughs> and he's like, oh. So then, yeah. So then we cut to those two, who are there, um, being, in, held being held hostage by. Again. Um, he- Herman. 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 <laughs> How can you never get some names? It's weird. Some names you just never get right. And I don't know why. Hermit. Hermit. Herbert. I don't know how it is. Sometimes you just can't. You can't. How, how many times you say them, you just can't get them right. And it's really bizarre. But anyway, they end up having to go down into the cellar again, and um, and they go into where the equipment is. Doesn't don't they? And I can't remember what um are they asking. Um, Romana about to help us. I can't remember what, why he then demonstrates what happens if people don't do what he says. Is do they ask her to do something? I can't remember. Or you're like you'll do as I say, sort of thing. Yeah. And then he says, "This is what happens when people, um, you know, don't do what I say or whatever he says, however he puts it." And then no, he, he says, "This is this is what I do to to fools." Oh, that's like right. That. Yeah. And then so Kerensky's there. No, not that switch. So he so he turns it on and then he starts doing like a dance. Yeah, and then and he then just he, starts aging. And then like. he just turns to a skeleton, and I'm like, Romana and Duggan just look horrified. Yeah, Duggan particularly looks really horrified, doesn't he? Because oh, really no, obviously Romana probably has seen. Like, not yeah. that, but, like, similar things. Yeah, it's funny earlier on, because he, he asks her how old she is, and she says 125. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, but, like, they just look, they just look like, absolutely horrible. I mean, yeah. he would be, he's just well, like you see him aging, and then he just turns eyes. into a skeleton. You're like, oh, no. And then, and, um, Scarlett is just, like, really happy about it. And you're like, oh, oh, dear. So, but there we go. He just starts laughing, he and does. it just ends there. But that's part three. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that one? Yeah. Yeah, still enjoying this story? Good. Good. Um, Should we go watch the last part then? See how it all ends. Yeah. Alright, so we have watched the fourth and final part of of, um, City of Death. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Kerensky's dead again. So yeah, it started off with him being dead. And, um, yeah... No, it's not really. It's so it? sad. Um, and then, yeah, so then he says to Romana, can you build... I can't even remember what you asked her to build something for his machine there. And then she's like, yeah, all right then. She explains, he explains about being split across time, doesn't he, and stuff, and all the things that he said to the doctor before. Um, and she's like, he just wants to, he's like, he just want to reunite myself and go back in time to my 
to you know to take, get my ship to take off and she's like because she doesn't know any better she doesn't know that that's a problem if he does you know if he yeah. manages to do that so um yeah so she's like yeah okay I'll, I'll do it that's fine and then he gets um and he gets Kermit to look up um, Kermit Herman he gets Hermit to Herman look, he gets Herman to like lock up uh, Duggan in the yeah. little cellar um, yes he room. has to be locked away again yep Kermit. Kermit, right? I tried. <laughs> Kermit's a new one. Yeah. So he gets Kermit to lock up Herman, and Herman locks up Kermit, and Merman locks up. Merman? Yeah, locks up Herman. And... Yeah, anyway, so Herman and Kermit, they. Uh... Stop! Not, fun. Not making fun of my mistakes. Hey, but it's funny, it's funny. You but... made fun of my mistakes before. I oh, know I don't. I've never. You I've, do always, I've always making fun of, fun of no, me. No, I'm a nice person. You're just, you? the, you're a bully. I'm a bully. That's yeah. very unfair. I'm being bullied right now. No readers, they're not being bullied. I promise. Readers, listen. Readers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just, I'm gonna go read a podcast. Go read the podcast. Read the latest edition of the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to a newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway. You um, probably can now, I guess, can't you? What's that? Listen to a newspaper, like Audible. They've probably got lists uh, of all newspapers. I don't know if there's a newspaper. Because you'd have to do it every day and it'd be out of date like so quickly. Yeah. So I think that's called the news on the radio. It's probably the oh, yeah. easiest, easiest way of <laughs> thinking about that. So, yeah. So, um, they're, they're down in the cellar still doing their thing. And the, oh, as I found out in between episodes as well, the guy, the guy who played the soldier. And I noticed this, but I didn't say anything. Was Peter Halliday, who we've seen many times before. Um, and I can't remember, was, when was the last time we saw him? It was, it was fairly recently, wasn't it? Was it something recently? I'm sure we've mentioned him recently in, in, in the story. I can't remember what it was, though. Oh, we were watching Remembrance of the Daleks. We watched remember? that. He was in that. Yeah, he's the yeah. in that. Um, but yeah, he was, he was Packer in the Invasion. In the invasion and... <laughs> And one of the I can't remember which one of the ones he is in Carnival and Watson, and he did Silurian voices and Oh he was one of the grey dudes, wasn't he? Yeah. And what was the other one? I'm sure we watched something fairly recently that he was in and I can't think what it was. It's probably Remembrance of the Daleks though. No, no, it was one because I'm sure we mentioned it on the podcast. And we haven't done a podcast for that yet, because, you know we were just watching that for background for Power of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. So I can't think what it was now. I s I don't know if it'll come to me later on. It might do. Well, it probably won't. Um, yeah, anyway, so enough about that. But yeah, I just only thought that was a fun thing because we normally point out people we've seen before. And, uh, I'd forgotten we'd seen him before. So, well, I hadn't forgotten, I didn't realise it was him. So, mm. um, so yeah. There's no one else that, we, that we've seen not before. From this, no, not from no. this story. No, I don't think there was anyone who's been in Doctor Who before um, in this one. So, yes, so where did we get to? So the Doctor then was heading back towards the chateau, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um and when he got there, it was just he was in that room with that guy holding a gun at him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he went in, didn't he? And the guy was yeah, and he spoke to the maid. He said, "Ah, oh, someone in charge. Can you tell the count that I'm here to see him?" And then he was in that room with um, with the countess. The countess came in, yeah, and she was already there. Yeah, oh yeah, she and he was saying about um the Mona Lisa's and stuff, wasn't he? And then. And then he started talking about... I can't remember how he got onto it, but he started talking about Shakespeare, didn't he? And then she pressed the button and it opened this little panel up and she pulled out, like, an original copy of Hamlet. Yeah. And then he, he gave it to, he, she gave it to him to look at and he's like, oh, and she's like, see, it is genuine. He's like, yeah, I know, I recognise the handwriting. And, and then he's like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> he sprained his wrist writing all those sonnets, so I had to take over. And he started reading to it, and then she, then she just laughs at him because she thinks he's just crazy. And you think, no, nah, he's he's no, actually been it's there. The, it's, the, it's the doctor. I mean, yeah. he's a bit, you know, silly, but yeah, he's saying about taking arms against the sea of troubles, and he's like, "What? I told him about that. He's mixing his metaphors." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, which was quite fun to see a little bit of that. So we were talking about um meeting Shakespeare and that, weren't we earlier? So it's uh, that's quite funny. Yeah. Because he's obviously not met Da Vinci yet, but um, on TV anyway. But he has he hasn't met Shakespeare on TV at this point. But obviously he does. It's it's later on, doesn't it? So, um, yes. So Roman that's still working on the thing, in the cellar, um, and the Doctor, um, what's he? What does he do after that? After she shows him that, 
can't remember. Does the count come up and get him, or what does he? What does he do? I can't think now. What happened? Does I was too busy thinking about the end of the the episode. Do you know? Maybe I think he gets brought down. Does he get to? Oh no! Does he? Does he just wander down? Oh he, no! He does go down there, doesn't he? Because I remember him going down the yeah, steps. Yeah, because 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 runs it. Hermit runs in. Hermit. Hermit runs in, and to um to the cellar where what's his name, the count is, and he's like, oh um. Uh, he's like, and then he's like, and then, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, his... you're really just calling the terrible names. What? Who? We'll, we'll call Herman? It... Herman or, or who? Should or... we just call him, what was his name? Scagroth. Scaroth. We'll call him Scaroth for now. Yeah. Or the Count, um, whatever. Either one's fine. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, don't tell me, the doctor's here. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then that's... Hermit was like, what? Herman. How did you know? Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah, he said that before the doctor came down. Oh, this one, I think, is about bringing him down, doesn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah so I'm he... really bad with names. Well, just his name. And everyone else is you seem to be all right with. No, but... so, is two, so is two names. I can't remember. Well, Scaroth and Herman. Yeah. I can remember everyone else. Gareth and Hermit. Well, I can, I can remember, uh, like, three characters' names, and that's it. Yeah, is that is that your maximum per episode, is it? I can remember <laughs> yeah. two characters' names, and other than that... I mean, most of the time, it's just the Doctor and someone else. Yeah, doctor, the Doctor and the doctor Companion Manning, and someone and else. one other character, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it. But you've got Duggan. You've got Duggan. Yeah, that, right, that's, so. that's, yeah that's one that's of the, the three. One. He's sort of a companion of, in, in the sense, isn't he, in this yeah. story? Because he's there, like, throughout the whole thing. I think it would have been good um, if he'd gone with them. Because it would have been, been quite yeah. fun to see how, he'd, how he'd, they'd cope I would have liked that. Punching stuff and what have you. Yeah, anyway, so... Um, yeah, so he sees Duggan's obviously um, locked up and says, says um, and then Romana's not because she's finishing building things. And he says, I hope you're not building a time machine. I'd be, what did he say? I'd be quite cross or something like that. And she says what it is. And he's like, oh, no, you can't because if he goes back, he's going to like, whatever, whatever he does, he's going to wipe out all life on the planet. Oh, because that's the reason he gives for, um, for Romana to do it originally, isn't it? Because he says he'll destroy all of Paris. Yeah. So, oh. And then he said, I think he says that to the doctor as well, doesn't he? He said basically he that's says it why, to everyone. why she's doing it because he threatened to destroy Paris. You're like, okay, fair enough. What you could you could destroy anything just like Paris. I know. Well, it's because he's there in Paris. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense I guess that so. he would destroy what was around him. But it seems a bit extreme, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know how he would do it though. Without destroying the rest of France. Yeah, or like without the whole world, or would, you know, would he be destroyed as well? Because I mean, it's a bit of an empty threat if he's. He's there and gets destroyed along with the whole city. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not so good. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what his logic is there. It's a bit silly. It's a little bit silly, isn't it? But there you go. <laughs> bit of a rascal. <laughs> bit of a scally. Bit of a scallywag, isn't he? Yes. So anyway, he <laughs> then does. Does he then lock them in the cellar? Yeah. He locks them in the. He locks them in the cellar again. He takes the machine off um, Romano and then just chucks them both in there. Uh, and and Duggan as well. Yeah, well he's, he's already, already in there. In there. So. And then he goes upstairs. Oh, because at this point... Oh, because the doctor had said to the countess about that her, the count was really like a thing with one eye, a green green skin so and one eye. Then she goes eye. into that cupboard where she got the Hamlet thing from and she finds the other book and she opens it and she finds well, not plans a book. for... Oh, there are plans for... Yeah, but, yeah, she finds plans for pyramids and, and then, then there's like all the gods. All the hieroglyphics and, and gods. The and, then, gods. and then she sees this... The very like, last one, yeah. It's like... It's a one-eyed green thing. Yeah, and she's like, what? And then... Uh, and then when just before he goes out of the um oh no 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 it's he's out of the cellar and he's talking to Hermit Herman and he's saying oh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna oh no no he's not talking to Herman no he's talking to them it's before he goes out of the cellar he's like I'm gonna go and talk I'm gonna go and talk I'm gonna go say goodbye to the countess yes yes and he yes. goes up there and then he goes into the room and then she's holding a gun and yeah, she's like she's closed the she's door. like who are you yeah where are you from? Yeah, what are you doing? Is what that... have I been living with all these yeah. years? He says, well, I'm going to go and get myself a drink. And he goes down, he goes to go and like... And she's like, no, put it down. Yeah, he gets the decanter and then he just <laughs> put it down again. And then, and then um, he's like, oh, it's, you know, it's better if I just like show you, yeah. you know? Yeah, and then he pulls his face up, which I think is the same shot again as they saw in the end of the first episode. Because you see, if you notice, he pulls it off and then the mask of the, uh, of the, the Scaroth mask moves up a bit as well. It kind of, because there's like a mask on a mask. Yeah. And it kind of moves at the same time. And it looks exactly the same shot. So I think it might be the same shot that they'd used at the end of episode one. Or part one, sorry. Um, sorry about the beeping noise. There's some sort of lorry Oh, outside. yeah, something's going on. There's always something Oh, it's going gone now. On. That's good. Um, yes. So, yeah, and she's shocked. And then he's like, oh, about that bracelet on your wrist. 
and uh, and, and he said it's such a useful thing. Yeah. And he presses his ring. Yeah. And then it just like I guess it sends like electricity, and then she's she's, and then just, she's dead. just dead. Yeah, she's dead. Then. And then and he says. Well, you know, well, in a few, in a few, in a few minutes, you would have been erased from existence. Yeah, you never have existed anyway. Yeah. yeah. So meanwhile, down in the cellar, they're like, they're, they're going, go on, Doug, do your, do your thing. So he. No, because they talk about they're like, oh, what, what should we do for a plan? And they're like, should we get Doug? And they both turn yeah. and go, Doug. And yeah. then he just runs rams through. The door. He rams the door. And then when they get through, and then Scarif's already waiting there in the middle yeah. of the machine with a gun, so he they can't stop him. So he uses it, and then he disappears. And so they're like, right, okay, we've got to get back and stop him because if he manages to do stop, you know what was happening, then he's going to destroy all. So they all, so they go for another run around Paris, but it's they can't fun. get a taxi. It's like, is no one interested in history? But what, what, what I always, what I'm, what I've been laughing at for the past few episodes is when, whenever they're running around, right, yeah. in oh, Paris, you always see the people yeah. that don't know their films. So yeah. like, why are they? You can see in the background just staring, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. some of them look in the camera, and, the, and their realization kicks in. You can see it on their faces. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so, so funny to look at. Yeah. So um, so yeah. So then they managed to get back to the TARDIS, and then outside the TARDIS, so. Uh, um, two quite famous there's John Cleese who I was explaining to Alex who John Cleese was or what you would know him from anyway but I think mm. you really know from Harry Potter but he's like a very famous I, com- I recognise the name comedian and things and Eleanor Bron who was next to him was also quite a famous um, person as well I don't know if do you know about the, foot, the Cambridge Footlights I don't know if you know about them they're kind of Never they're, a thing, they're a thing at Cambridge University and they do like uh, quite a lot of comedians and things have come up through them over the years and I think she was part of that as well I've never heard of no you might do in time so but uh, anyway yes so um, so yes so they were there just having a little cameo looking at the TARDIS and saying about it being art and then they and then the Doctor and and Romana and Duggan gets in it as well and then they all and then the TARDIS disappears right but then um, they were like Exquisite. wow but then yeah. like, I can't, obviously I can't show but they did that, that little like what was that the, the, what was this the, the guy yeah um, John Cleese he, yeah. <laughs> he just does a weird like hand or like an okay type yeah he's like, like yeah. Um, he's yeah. like exquisite yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah kind of like a perfect <laughs> it's because but the fact that it was just in frame like yeah, it was yeah, barely yeah, even in yeah. short and that that made me laugh so it made me and you laugh quite a lot didn't yeah. it so then they they land on like the Earth of four hundred million years ago, whatever it was, and then they get out and they see Scaroth spaceships there, and the Doctor explaining about the like what is it the like the soup and the, well like not actual soup but like the kind of primordial soup and stuff. He's like yeah, and the Doctor picks that it everyone up. Everyone came from that, in and then Douglas he's like, uh, and then and they just puts it in Doug's like, hand. Came, came he's like, I came this. from this. So that not soup. Ex- not exactly that, you know, but. Uh, and he just chucks it back into the yeah. lake. And they say, well, we've got to stop Scarlet. And then all of a sudden he appears, doesn't Behind he? Behind them. He keeps doing that. And he starts heading towards it. And they're just going, look, you can't, because if you do that, then all life will never exist on this planet. Because when the spaceship exploded, it kick-started. And he's like, no, life. I must do it. And then he keeps walking towards it. But then, <laughs> but then, um, is that, but then Darwin just, he just punches him. him. And the doctor and then says, Duggan, that, that, that must... might be the most important <laughs> punch in all of history. Yeah. And then he then Scarlet just vanishes. And lands and then appears back in the cellar in the machine. But then Herman, I did it. You did. And he's sorting out some papers and he turns around and sees Scaroff. Yeah. And he picks up some sort of vase and shuts it. Is it a vase like, or something? And then he's like, no. no. But they, no, he's not even saying that directly. He's just like, no, no, it's me. No, it's Herman, it's me, yeah. And then he talks at him and then it just explodes. Yeah, so like, he's obviously dead then. And uh, yeah. And then the next thing you cut to... They're is on the Eiffel Tower. They're on the Eiffel Tower. And the doctor's saying about they're all... All the Moonies were destroyed apart from one of the fake ones. And, and Duggan's like, but it's a fake. You can't put that in the in the Louvre. It's like, we have to say, who's going to know? So, but if, if you x-ray it, it says, this is a fake. You know, felt tip pen. And I was like, well, if they need to x-ray it to know if it's, you know, if it's art, then, um, you know, that's their own fault sort of thing. It's like, ah, whatever. And then they go, the, he, Duggan goes and buys a postcard of the Moonies. Well, yeah. And, and then, then he um and then he he looks he looks out of the um. Oh, see, when, when he says first before they go down there, he says like, "Where are you?" He says about where are you from? He's like, "Well, the best way to find out where you're from is where to, you're going to, and then work backwards." Okay. So then um then when he's when they've left and he's bought the postcard, he looks yeah. uh, he looks down from the Eiffel Tower, and then and um he sees them, and then they shout up goodbye, Doug, yeah, and they're just waving. waving, and then then they go, and that's it. But, yeah. 
I say I wish Duggan had stayed. It would have been yeah, great would have been great. Some more Duggan stories, you know. But uh, did you enjoy that story? I really, that was really good. I really yeah, liked it. That's it. That was a good one. That's I think that's going to be another one of my favourites now. Yeah, that's up there. It is it's a it's a really popular one. It's one people really like. So yeah, it's definitely a favourite of mine now. Yeah, it's good. I don't know what it's called. City of Death, though. It's got a bizarre. The name doesn't really mean anything. I think there was other titles for it originally. Like things like Last of the Jaguars and things like that. I no, suppose, that that I feel like I don't know. It's what, a good title, like but it doesn't really mean anything. It's like it's not really a city of death. It's not really much death Maybe in the city. Maybe because he was gonna destroy it. Maybe I guess I don't know. I don't, I mean, well, I, I don't know. Oh, I it's a good title. I like yeah, the I title. I like the title. It's just, it's just it doesn't really fit with. I don't. Much, I don't know. Why, but I feel like City of Death. It just sort of like. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, mm. but like um, but like it just sort of fits with the genre. Yeah, it does. It's just kind of yeah. It seems to work, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Like they just sort. Of, I don't know how to explain. They sort of like they look the same. Yeah. In a yeah. way, I, I can't explain it very well. I don't but, know. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. But good. Yeah, very good story. Anyway, I so. really like that one. Good. That's good. Well, there we go. That's another another podcast finished. Um, next week we shall be watching the creature from the pit. Oh, don't sound um scary at all. No, there's a creature in a pit though. I'm gonna the spoiler alert. There's a creature in how a pit. How how could you spoil it from that? I know, I know. That's not okay. It's, but it's by day. It's by David Fisher who oh, wrote two of our favourites from the last season. Well, so. it and well, and had a hand in this as well. And Stones of Blood. Yeah, had a hand. I love And had a hand in this as well. Yeah, though, I I like those three. So yeah, so there you go. Played well, well this doesn't gonna it? Gonna be a good one. Played well. So yeah. So we shall watch that. But um, for now, thanks for listening. And thank you. Goodbye. Bye for now.